0: All right, let's go over the facts of the case again.
1: You wouldn't have
2: to know of any places where drug addicts or meth labs would be.
1: Uh, Rosetta Common is a young woman. She grew up in a not-so-great situation. Um, Her dad was involved with some shady stuff
3: and I am playing the character Desdemona Brown. Uh, She is a medium psychic with the trouble aspect of never truly alone. Sometimes Jack helps me, no, that's bad. (laughs) We don't know exactly what Jack is.
0: The details you particularly make out, some of these limbs seem to be wrapped directly around Desdemona's neck as if choking her. There is some sort of tunnel in the pilings that uh, goes out to the waterfront there is a man oh with shaggy hair and very dirty clothes. He just says, "Well, shit." What appears to be Champ, the Lake Champlain sea monster, oh my God. <laughs> from under the former Burlington Electric plant. While Sylvester thinks he sees one, he in fact, sees two.
4: a major milestone from watching the Lake Champlain monster. Significant milestone because we watched the Lake Champlain monster swim away from us. While some Um, of us were paralyzed and one of us was just confused.
0: So, I I do have a question for Christine. uh, Did you figure out anything to do with that skill point?
3: No, I didn't. It's been a week. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) Oh, uh, it's okay. She can it's speak okay. to twice
1: as many ghosts. <laughs> uh,
0: yes. There are two ghosts now.
1: Ooh.
3: Whoa. Uh, it is this spooky month again. At least now <laughs> my ghost friend has a friend. Another um, ghost friend.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, there are there are some avenues that you could take with that skill point scholarship or resources
4: or stealth scholarship or resources would probably be more reasonable honestly
3: or alertness
4: oh yeah that's right you have that Or endurance
0: yeah
3: then let's shift alertness bump
0: that up okay let me mark that on the google doc that's fantastic so you're up to a two alertness you're twice as alert as you used to be
3: Okay, is going point. to kill points. <laughs> well, I knew that um, already, but
0: but now you know well, it twice yeah. as much.
3: <laughs> now I know that <laughs> Sylvester will be the cause of my death. I mean, what? <laughs>
0: Probably. Yeah, you know, it's we're like gonna having use that as a jumping-off point. It's like having spider oh, sense,
2: but you have like no way to actually properly defend yourself because you don't have the other spider powers.
0: <laughs> yeah. Curse
3: of Cassandra, but worse. <laughs>
2: There's a fist coming my yeah. way, but I don't but I lack the agility to actually
0: avoid the fist.
3: So, I
2: might as well just clench my teeth. <laughs>
0: uh speak speaking of you've got street fighter now for your significant milestone so you want to talk about that really i love i music as much as much as the next person oh yeah
2: anyway uh street fighter you don't fight by the rules there's a piece of lead pipe laying around you'll use it you may use your fist skill to wield improvised weapons
0: that kicks ass And it also takes and I put a point in fists. Oh, sorry. Fists. Yes. So your fists is now a three. Yeah. You have three fists. You are God's affront to nature. Yep. So I am the God. So
4: we are now turning Sylvester Coopersmith into a Jojo character.
2: Well, I guess I would be a Street Fighter Alpha character.
0: <laughs> Any of the above. Yada yada does you you won't you you're a mortal so you don't get the power to stop time so we're not going to turn you into a Dio brando yeah <laughs> uh but uh yeah so street fighter does cost you the one refresh which is fine because you have so much refresh from being a regular immortal mortal so your total s- refresh
2: my points is six yeah. or seven
0: your total refresh is now minus seven. Oh, okay because we're at a uh, refresh level seven, but you get two extra, so you will still be getting two fate points per session. Ooh. Yay. Uh, Ro, did you do anything with your new skill point point? your ability to change stuff around?
1: So I had two different options, because I didn't know if the first was okay, but I bumped athletics up to one. So now I have six average. Is that good?
0: Oh, absolutely. Okay, cool. Yeah, you can have as many you can have as many in one as you want, really, because you just have to have more under the the number. So, okay, neat. So athletics.
1: Yes, because I probably should be athletic, and I didn't invest anything into that.
0: That is fair. Nothing a few point was backflips
2: that. can't solve.
0: Exactly.
1: Yes.
0: There you go. And hey, now you can bump more stuff up uh, to two from one. You can do that easier. Uh, Albion. So, yeah, I did
4: did a couple things. I changed one of my aspect names and I also gave myself a uh, plus one to one of my stats. My my rapport is now Uh a two because uh, I realized I had always intended for Albion not to be as much of a talker. And then I did a lot of talking, so Albie needs to be better at it. And I feel like we can justify that by him sort of coming more into his own in these situations where he is the one who has a lot of actual practical experience with what they're dealing with, so he sort of naturally kind of takes lead on it. I I don't want him to become the group leader. I just think he's better at sort of taking charge when it's like, all right, shit's going down so okay. rapport i think works for that i also I- changed his aspect i saw what was behind the curtain now i hunt it to odin blessed stalker of shadows with his connection to um gugnir and uh the valknut i um decided that um i believe uh he's probably getting more in touch with that part of himself and since he's a true believer i feel like some of his aspects should more reflect that so having him have an actual thing that represents his connection to odin that i can use as an actual aspect tag makes plenty of sense to me at least
0: yeah absolutely uh there was one aspect that you were going to change desdemona correct
3: i did i changed grammy came to the tea party i changed it to born with the gift
0: born with the gift yeah, I, I do love this refinement of people's aspects into something that's uh, something a little more usable, perhaps in uh, in more uh, in different contexts. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So everybody is now a little bit powered up from having uh, a significant milestone because yeah, I th- I feel like the case has turned a corner and you've had some uh interesting revelations including the lake champlain lake monster champ
4: there's two of them in the water apparently and they are submarines maybe and we're standing in a meth lab there
1: are at least two champs and it's not a meth lab it's a drug running
0: facility I'm so glad that you're the one that's making that correction. It's a
4: legitimate businessman's pharmaceutical operation. It's
1: important to know the distinction (laughs) between the two. Come on, guys.
4: Well, I mean, that's why they're running it out of a basement, because it's perfectly legitimate.
0: Yes. So what I'm going to say is since uh, since the moment where you were all in the sort of underside of the, the former electric light plant uh down down in the pilings uh i feel like we can just sort of jump to all of you having come above ground uh looking out at whatever the hell is going on quick question yes
3: now didn't we say something along the lines of that this location that we were at is rather close to the police station
0: it is yes it is Basically across the street from the police station.
3: Yep, that's what I thought I remembered. Cool. <laughs> All
4: right, yes, we're uh, we're kind of gonna want to find a way to uh, clear out without being super noticed. So uh, fun. Also, so, I I don't know if you can tell from
0: my tone, but I am mighty pissed off right now. So uh, our I assume we're just gonna kind of gather above uh, above ground outside where you can all pretty clearly see across the lake so the thing that came from underneath the building uh, it seems to be trying to go somewhere across Champ- the Lake Champlain uh, but then uh, something moving with a little more fluidity comes up from below the surface and just lands the plesiosaur equivalent of a haymaker on this thing. Albie just kind of, his eyes
4: go entirely wide and he's just like, oh my god this is the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Champ versus Mecha Champ. I watched that movie as a kid. This is fucking rad.
0: So, uh, so you see the, as you're calling it now, Mecha Champ, uh, it actually, like, takes its jaws and clamps them around, uh, Champ, as you're assuming, Champ's neck, and seems to be biting in, uh, and it's, it's pretty nasty, uh, do any of you have any reaction to what you're doing, like, anything that you're gonna actually do?
1: I'm going to take out my oh. phone and start recording, but yes, Des.
3: I was going to say, does your phone have one of those fancy recording things?
1: It does. I'm trying to get all of this on my phone.
4: You're okay. You're not going to post that on like a TikTok or whatever, are
1: you? Gross. No.
0: Uh, that question is answered quite suddenly because as you are starting to record, your phone's screen goes completely black.
1: Yeah. What the hell?
0: And also, you, I assume you drop it when the sparks start flying.
1: That's a safe assumption. What the
0: hell? <laughs> so so as, uh, as Flesh Champ, I guess, uh, is sort of being, uh, being nabbed at by the jaws of this mechanical creature, uh, the most surprising thing of all today may... Uh, perhaps the most surprising thing of all today happens... Um, the, the water around the mechanical champ freezes just in an instant. It flash freezes and it seems that this has thrown a little bit of confusion on the mechanical champs part and it releases its grip. And, uh, as the water unfreezes in just as quick of a time, uh, the mechanical champ appears to be trying to uh, get away. Does anybody have anything they're going to do right now? Huh. I mean, can I get to them? They're a little too far out on the water for you to get there because you don't have any sort of vehicle uh, at your disposal.
4: Uh, huh. Is there a boat I can anywhere? Like, do Is there anything
0: I could use to start just chasing this thing down? Uh make me an alertness roll.
4: That's one of the things I'm good at.
0: That's a five.
4: Sorry, okay. four. No, five. I have a three for that.
0: Yeah. Alright. So you are keenly aware that the nearby boats all belong to the Coast Guard.
1: Rob the Ghost Guard. Ghost Coast <laughs> Coast Guard. Oh my god. <laughs> Do it.
0: Amazing. The ghost card?
2: I,
1: I think yeah. <laughs>
0: Yes. That's it. The campaign is ended. You've solved the riddle. <laughs> <laughs> well, believe
4: it or not, Albion is not going to steal a boat from the armed forces. Aw. Smart. And he just looks out and it's like, um, so does anyone have any ideas? Cause my idea was steal a boat and all the boats are uh Gonna have us on a black side if we steal them. So,
3: should we maybe call somebody?
4: Uh, well, yeah. You, ju- you just saw what happened to Rose's phone.
2: Yeah.
4: You know, my phone's a piece of shit, old time phone. It's it's probably fine.
0: I'd. Before you can before you can d- make any more decisions, um, there is an explosion, as it seems like Champ has just struck the mechanical Champ with a fireball. <laughs> the hell champ has magic
4: what in god's name what
0: magic champ so is champ a wizard
2: or some shit
0: probably a fireball strikes the mechanical champ and seems to blow its entire neck wide open um it it submerges wait did champ freeze it and then heated it to make it like
4: break faster Hey, can I make a lore roll to figure out what the hell champ is real quick?
0: Uh, you can absolutely make a lore roll, and I'm going to tell you that your target for right now, uh, is a... It's an eight. Fuck
4: it. Opening
0: the site. Oh, boy! Okay, so you are opening the site... Guys, I'm going to take a
4: gander at this. If I pass out, please drag my ass back. Sure. Thanks, Sylvester. I knew we could count on you.
0: <laughs> Thank you for Got doing that. the thing that I forgot that your character could do and maybe had not anticipated your character doing.
4: That's why you're a good dungeon master. You're going to improvise the shit out of this. You're going to yes and me. Curve right? ball.
0: You are, you are damn straight. I'm going to yes and you. All right.
4: Play in the space with me,
0: Michael. So you snap open the site and it is absolutely buck wild. (laughs) Off to a stellar
4: start. I'm going to die doing this.
0: There are ley lines naked and visible through the, through the water of the lake uh, of Lake Champlain. Uh, you can see Champ appears to be basically hanging in one of them right now, uh, as the mechanical one is just sinking and just seems to be disappearing. And uh, yeah, you try to look directly at uh, Champ, the Lake Champlain monster, and before I actually reveal anything, I'm gonna have you make that uh, defense roll against what you were looking at. Uh, so it's a discipline roll with a target of eight. All pluses,
4: baby. That's still just a. That's a. That's a. With my lore, that is a six. Well, I it's am not lore,
0: gonna... it's discipline. Discipline,
4: yeah. right. Fuck, that's worse. pro. Uh, cool. My refresh is, uh... What is my refresh? It's two. Okay, cool. I'm gonna have to burn uh, both of my fate points. I think I only have three right now. Um, I forget how many I had. It's been a while. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna burn two of my fate points. Um. Okay.
0: Uh, What are you burning them on? Odin,
4: blessed stalker of shadows and hard traveling, magic dabbling gunslinging, monster hunter.
0: All right. Tagging your high concept. Fun, fun, fun. If
4: I can survive looking at Mr. Jack, I can survive whatever the fuck this is.
0: We hope. So awesome. So you have uh, you have succeeded at not taking damage from the strength of the vision that you're looking at. So that means that you can close your third eye now on successive rounds if you uh, after this. So now I'm going to tell you what you are looking at. And then we have to make a lore roll. Yeah, you're going to have to make a lore roll to try to understand it. There are five colors to champ that swirl around. Make a lore roll to try to figure out what that means.
4: What's my target?
0: It's eight. Because it's the strength of the, the vision.
4: Again. All four pluses. Holy shit.
0: How in the hell did you roll that twice?
4: I have no idea. I really don't. I'll send you a photo if you want. It's
1: a gift of the site. That's what it is.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I have one more fate point. I'm tagging. I don't know. What am I tagging? High okay. concept again, I guess.
0: Uh oh man. <laughs> um oof. Oofa doofa. Um I am not exactly sure how to play that.
4: If you would prefer, we can edit this out and I cannot say I used my fate point and I can roll again.
0: Oh no, no, no. You can choose to use your fate point right now. I guess that's the best thing that you've got but like justify because that's how this works okay like it'll definitely give you a pretty major piece of information because you're using the site and that's i mean it's up to you whether you want to go that way or not
4: honestly i'm gonna change my my aspect tag i think i'm gonna ch- do odin bless Docker of shadows and kind of say that i'm giving strength to my faith to try and um, push through and force myself to comprehend what I'm looking at.
0: Okay, that's, you know what, that's got something to it. I'll buy it. I'll, I'll accept it. I'll take your fate point. I'll exhaust you of your precious resources. Uh, okay, cool. So, you've spent enough time around people that can do different kinds of magic that you understand something pretty important, and that there are five elements of magic. Earth, water, air, fire, and spirit. Yeah, those are the five colors that correspond to that going around, Champ. Champ's a goddamn wizard. (laughs) All right, I'm going to close the site.
4: Champ is a goddamn wizard.
0: Yeah, we know. We just saw. Uh, Tom? What? Albion knows that Champ is the oldest wizard. He's the Merlin? I did not say that. (gasps)
4: No, he's not just a wizard. He's fucking the wizard.
0: So the uh, the way in which he was interacting with the the ley lines around there, uh, you made an inference with your lore roll that like he's extremely familiar with those surroundings and uh, just is so magically in tune with his environment and the the power that he draws upon it it comes from somewhere deeply deeply ancient
4: this is an incredibly ancient incredibly powerful spellsinger of some kind and apparently it is also the famous lake champlain monster i do not understand what is going on beyond that my head hurts I'm tired. I had to dig deep to get that kind of information. I am going to... Sorry, what was that, Sylvester?
2: I'm going to take a swig from my flask and then offer Albion some,
4: because he looks like he needs it more than me. Albion's going to take a very (laughs) long pull of that flask and then hand it back. This Uh... has given me an answer that only opens several thousand more questions and another conversation with the warden. Which I'm sure none of you are looking forward to. You no know, damn well we aren't. I mean he's not okay. that bad, guys, and
2: all things considered. I mean, I know he's not that bad. But it's just he could be better.
4: I okay. love that we're having this conversation while the Lake Champlain sea monster is fighting Mecha Godzilla. I mean Yeah, what are the we? F- I mean what the fuck do you expect
0: us to do about it?
3: Are we safe right now?
0: Uh to that point. Um you you can see now that the the mechanical monster has gotten some distance between champ and it and uh you you don't know how it's still moving and then it stops moving at least the way it was because it explodes
3: holy cow
0: sweet hot digga a damn uh yeah so that has now exploded And, uh, if any of you are glimpsing back that way, you can see, uh, Champ dip back under the water and out of sight. And now there's the sound of police sirens. We
4: need to leave. Yep. (laughs) To the crap mobile.
0: Do
3: you think we need a veil to get out of here?
4: I don't actually know if we need a veil. I have not turned around. (laughs) Consequently, Albion turns around. (laughs)
0: Yeah, uh, it looks like uh, people. It looks like there are police cars uh, that are heading away from the police station down toward the the park and the docks at the uh, at the wharf, oh, uh, where the the place where the ferry the place where the ferry launches from.
4: Let's just uh, stay put for a second. Uh, kind of let this down a little and then head back and discuss what the, what we've learned today and then tonight let's go uh hunt some uh hunt some monsters
0: as you are heading back to your vehicle you see another vehicle parked behind yours. Neat. and it does seem to be occupied uh, by a couple of people who as they see you approach they step out of the vehicle. Uh, they are impeccably dressed in suits and sunglasses.
1: Uh, I don't like this.
0: Oh boy.
3: Do they look familiar to Desdemona or Roe?
0: Uh, no, actually, these do not look like people that either of you have seen before.
1: Okay, that's good. Huh. Still, don't like it. Yeah,
0: make a make me an alertness roll, um, Row with a a target of one.
1: That's alertness, so that's a three total.
0: Okay, great. So uh, because you succeeded by a couple extra shifts, uh, not only is this not somebody from your father's business, quote-unquote, uh, this looks like the exact opposite kind of person.
1: Oh. Howdy so, there,
0: friends. Yeah. How we, uh... So, Ro, you're not... you. You're not as surprised as you ought to be, Ro, when one of them addresses you and says, Rosetta Common? Uh, oh, um, can we help you, folks? Uh, yeah, you can help. Agent Pyburn, FBI. We have a few questions for you. Um, sorry, what is-
4: Are we being detained, officer? Yeah.
1: Is this, uh, what is this about?
0: Uh, as as he's saying this uh his partner is sort of circling around to the other side of the group well it's about a few things including uh whatever in the hell just went down there on the lake so can I circle that guy while he's circling uh sure you can start doing that okay uh, at which point they're going to uh they're basically going to push uh their their uh, coat aside so you can tell that they have they're showing you their weapon
2: Ooh, spiffy
0: do you continue trying to circle
2: Mm, well nah
0: okay yeah uh you and your friends we kind of need to talk to you about a few different things uh maybe some stuff that you're investigating that maybe we're investigating too i feel like we could be uh collaborators
4: that's uh that's some mighty leading talk
0: there so uh
4: i mean obviously since we're being detained i i believe we will cooperate but uh yep you'll forgive me if i'm uh i'm confused and i'm might wary
0: ah well albion i've uh mr graves uh sorry oh uh, my, my name
4: Ah, oh, damn it oh shit i'll be
0: uh, I feel like uh, maybe you'll understand this uh, significantly better. So I need to make a roll at you. Okay, cool. Uh, that was not very good, but... What am I defending definitely... with? I'm actually finding that out right now. D- oh, you defend with discipline. And you are defending. I rolled bad. So that is going to be a4 versus your discipline.
4: All right, I rolled 3. So that cool. is plus 1 that is 4.
0: Oh wow. Okay. So uh you're not going to take the effects of it, but you you realize what just happened because you just started to feel very very afraid more so than would be a normal response in the situation. Like you've been keeping your cool clearly in the face of uh, an uncomfortable and possibly fear causing situation with these individuals here uh, saying that they're detaining you. But this was a deep primal fear that you just had to fight off. and you did. But for a moment, your fight or flight activate uh, your fight or flight response was just super activated.
4: All right, should I make a lore check?
0: Ah, uh, you super should. And for you, the target is going to be two. All right, that is... That comes out neutral, and my lore is two. Well, you've definitely dealt with white cork vampires before.
3: Oh, no. Uh,
1: no.
4: I'm just going to start walking forward until I am nose-to-nose with this person.
0: Uh... They... Uh, before you can get nose-to-nose, they have drawn their weapon... Yeah,
4: cute. We both know you don't need that shit.
0: No, but it saves me a lot of paperwork. Why the fuck's Malvora working for the FBI? Well, that's a real good question. I suppose a better question is, what happens to you if you don't come with us? Well. I'm sorry, that was way more threatening than I meant it to be. It did come across as a rather threatening... Aw, jeez. You know... I do that sometimes. Like it's just this natural thing where like, I'm I'm sure
4: being a scary motherfucker just kind of comes naturally to you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it really does. Like I just get extra intimidating people. Like I push, you know, witnesses and like, God, I always get to play bad cop. I mean, it is very, very fun playing bad cop. Uh, Okay, no, you so don't get it, So man. you are
4: actually part of the FBI. This isn't some bullshit. Oh, we, we're we wearing a dollar score
0: disguise because we're white courts and we can get away with that shit. What? No. I. My name is Agent Pyburn. I'm actually part of the FBI. He shows you his badge.
1: Sorry, what's so the a, number a, on that? What's that? Yeah, I need your
0: badge number. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Roe. You do recognize an FBI badge, and that one looks quite valid.
1: Shit. Okay. Where are you intending on right. in bringing us exactly?
0: Look. Oh, no. Like, I just need to take you back to, uh, well, basically... Okay. Let, uh, I feel like there's a lot to explain, and we could probably explain it better in the car.
4: There's a lot of us. We should, uh, probably take two vehicles.
0: Well, okay. Uh, in that case, you know, since we're doing things a a little unconventional, I guess, and believe me, this is a very friendly thing right now. He holds up both hands, just like puts his holster's his weapon, holds both hands, palms out. We're detaining you mostly out of necessity because we just need to talk and stuff. And also because eh, we're the fucking FBI, you know, figures rules and procedures or whatever. Well, I mean, you'll forgive
4: me if I came off a bit intense, but uh, the last time I met a White Court, we uh, we kind of scrapped.
0: So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that guy sucked. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh yeah, so you know about. Of course, you fucking
0: know about that
4: goddamn FBI bullshit. All right, let's go.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I said, we're the fucking FBI. I know. Uh, I know quite a few things about you, Mister Graves. So. Uh. Okay. Well, that's a conversation for private. Yeah, well, okay. I'm going to relent a little bit here. We're not going to force you to come with us, but there is an address and we would really, really like to talk to you there. So how about this? I know you're in the middle of your own stuff, but we got some things that we need sorted out. And we think you could be, uh, valuable, Mr. Monster Hunter. So, uh, he gives you a card with an address on it and says, We're going to be heading back to this location. You can choose to meet us there and follow us. Eh, make the drive real quick, easy, you know, follow the cops. It's, uh, anyway... I'm trying to be, you know, I kind of overcompensate on the trying to be friendly and relating to people on account of the, uh, he starts itching his neck nature of things. So he'll forgive me if I come off disingenuous.
4: All right. We'll, uh, discuss it on the road, I guess.
0: Ah, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Great. Uh, so if we're going to take two vehicles, uh, who's riding with me? Are you going to go, like, two
4: and two? I was thinking all four of us would go in our car, and they would just go on in theirs, and we would talk ourselves on the road. That yeah, feels safer, that. yeah.
0: Yep, that's fair. So the all answer right. is none of us are
4: riding with them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so on the ride over, Alvin's going to just be like, Alright, so, uh, we can peel off any time and just fuck off home, but I gotta admit, my curiosity's kind of peaked.
1: I need to know what's in it for us, what we gain by giving them information we have. They should know more than us about this situation, as they claim. I don't want them to get information from us and arrest us. I'm not about that
4: life. All right, that's a uh, that's Rose take on the situation. Dez, what is, what's your what are your thoughts?
3: Um, uh, I. I I've never been in trouble a day in my life, so I'm a little overwhelmed right now. Uh, I I I think cooperation might be the way to go.
4: All right, Sylvester.
3: Well, we don't really know a lot,
2: so maybe they know something doubtful, but it's worth a well, shot. Well, I know
4: one of them's a I know one of them's a goddamn vampire, and that's a, not a great start. It's true. Yep. Yeah, so, uh, that's a. Uh... That's already got me on edge, but on the other hand,
2: should we swing by the supermarket and get garlic
1: or what?
4: That's not—it's not that kind of vampire. Okay.
1: Have you tried it? No. If
4: that—if it, if it was that kind, it looked look like kind of more corpsey. Gotcha. Unless, uh, creepy sexy.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, it is worth noting that both of the FBI agents were very attractive.
4: All righty. I say we hear him out. In any case I'm going on there packing. Any uh, any objections?
2: No not really. no.
4: No All right let's uh let's go talk to the feds
0: I guess. The location that they've given you is somewhere well outside of town. Uh, it's roughly an hour's drive and it's it seems to be some kind of resort. So can I get a history roll from whomever would like to make one, especially Des, with a target of three?
3: Okay. Um, scholarship history?
0: Yes, that one. Only two. Okay. So you could be going in blind, or you could go in armed with a little more information if you dropped a fate point.
4: I don't have the skill, but I'm just going to roll anyway. No, that is a negative one. I'm not local um, I no shit,
3: yeah, I know I uh, the only thing I could really think of is maybe born with the gift as in I'm a native uh, I have a very strong matrilineal line um for Burlington, Vermont, and would um
0: <laughs> so this is specifically a, a regional knowledge question, yeah if you if you know the history of this place,
3: I'm having trouble. Finding a uh, how about this? How about hey I can actually do this? I was a very good history major. <laughs>
0: uh that's that might be the best uh the best justification I'm gonna get. So you know what? I'll take your fate point. Okay. Okay. So uh you you happen to know that this particular place has some interesting history. Uh it's kind of an upscale almost like private place that a lot of famous people are known for having visited uh including multiple presidents and it it always seemed like the kind of place that you were like yeah i'm never gonna get to go there (laughs) because you have to be you basically either have to be invited or know somebody it's that kind of ritzy, special, fancy place. You follow them uh, kind of disappointing the uh, Agent Pyburn when he finds out that none of you are riding with him and he's not riding with you. <laughs> but here you are. And uh, this is it. Is an old wooden structure. Uh, it was renovated at some point uh, and replaced with something a little more modern, Uh, possibly in the 80s, but since then has played host to several modern presidents as well as various uh, interesting celebrities. And uh, it looks like it's got a ski lift off to one side uh, for kind of private ski times. The FBI agents are, well... They're happy to see that you have, in fact, followed them all the way there. Gets over their disappointment at not having had interesting conversation with all of y'all. Hopefully uh, you found your drive to be all right. You know, sometimes can be a bit of a bear in January. But, you know, the notch ain't closed yet, so you can still get up here. Uh, I
4: mean, I gotta admit, this place is kind of swanky.
0: Come on in. Uh, Take a look around. Uh, Hang your jackets up over at the... Uh, you know what? Let's just walk inside. So uh, walking into this place, the foyer is, well, it's small, but it's still quite ornate. Uh, it definitely belies a history of, uh, well, rich people. It's one of those places where uh, because of having been built at the time it was built, it's uh, it, the opulence mostly comes from, like, the kind of wood that's carved around, uh, like the carving itself into the wood is very, very beautiful, very technical. So it's just one of those things that they they packed all of the beauty, grace, and and high fashion that they could into a small amount of place to the point where it kind of comes off as chintzy to anybody who's not super into that.
3: <laughs> Desdemona is super into that.
0: So- <laughs> Uh, she is touching everything beautiful Uh, everything is is nicely polished as it ought to be you can see your fingerprints being left on certain surfaces that's how nicely polished everything is Uh, and you you pass by photos uh, of the various people that have stayed here and you can see different musicians different actors and the various presidents that have stayed including one Bill Clinton and uh, as you're Uh, You you can hang your coats and such up on the coat racks up uh, by the door in the foyer. Agent Pyburn just sort of looks over at their their partner, who you uh, discovered is Agent Wilson, and just sort of nods them off in a direction and says, "Uh, Yeah, head this way. Uh, There's a lot of wonderful, beautiful carved doors in this place, but uh, we're not going through any of those. All right so you head back through uh sort of a servant passageway for like kitchen staff uh and uh, the the various folks that would uh, accommodate travelers uh at a place like this and you go into one of the service doors and there is a a stairway down into uh, a basement underneath so uh yeah this is kind of a lot of famous people come through here a lot of real interesting folks. Uh but they all had one thing in common. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for finishing that pregnant uh, pregnant pause. Uh <laughs> he opens up a door and there is just a lounge down there. It is man cave and it is beautiful and uh leather everywhere. And there's even, like, a hot tub in one room. Maybe two hot tubs. There's definitely a billiards table. Uh, everything is just, like, decked out in furs. And, uh, and the walls have all sorts of really pleasant-to-look-at art, but also uh, trophies of, of animals from various hunts. They all liked to be entertained. Is there a Nintendo Switch? Uh, Make me an alertness roll. That is
4: a three.
0: Uh, Yeah, there is a cabinet that seems to contain all sorts of game systems, but it doesn't look like it's been used a lot. But is there a Nintendo Switch in it? Yes, there is a Nintendo Switch in it. This place is fucking baller.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The standards are so high with you,
0: Albion.
4: I mean, they don't have l 8 ones so it can't be that great. But still, I
0: feel way too poor to be here. Uh Oh, no, we've got some, we've had some Kentuckians come through here. So, you know, we keep things stocked. <laughs> this place is the best. <laughs> I am willing to offer any support. I,
4: can- I mean, I'm not that easily bought, but.
0: <laughs> uh that's, that's a real shame.
4: It was, I, it was a goof. I yeah. was goofing. I don't need yeah. a pop that bad.
0: Ah, that's a bummer. Oh, well. Look, uh, there's a lot of things that go on down here, and there's a lot of reasons why uh, Agent Wilson and I might be, you know, part of the Federal Bureau of Investigation and whatnot. When you get the kind of clientele this place does, you maybe don't need a lot of things getting publicized so you're saying this room is private like very private Real No security private. nothing. oh no there's there's security but not that kind all right
4: neat so uh you invited us mm-hmm. shall you uh introduce the uh conversation that we need to have
0: well <clears throat> excuse me okay Uh, I guess, first question, what exactly has kept you in Burlington for a little while now, Mr. Graves?
4: I have no goddamn idea. Huh. I just keep finding things to do, and I keep hanging around. Most of the time I would have moved on by now,
0: but, uh, okay. what can I say? uh... I
4: guess I like the company.
0: That's uh very sentimental of you, but uh you know normally you you kind of move around a lot and don't stay in one place too long, do you normally yeah, is there uh something special about Burlington and the company? Well, I mean, we' kind of bonded over uh hag
4: violence and pie, and i I guess it just kind of stuck around I mean, I'll be honest, there is a weird concentration of uh Supernatural activity around here, so I've uh, been just kind of keeping tabs on it.
0: Yeah, uh, I was gonna ask. It was you guys that closed down the three sisters, wasn't it? Possibly. Debate Man, that pie was fucking good, though. That
4: pie was fucking good. My, mm-hmm. it is a goddamn tragedy. Yeah, it was a
2: pretty good pie.
0: Uh, yeah. Speaking of, what brings a New Yorker up here? Uh.
2: Let's just say Columbia wouldn't take me, and I didn't feel like working for CUNY. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, yep. That's about what I expected you'd say. <sighs> you got a good, uh, got a good position up there at uh, the at, at the college there, uh, Doctor. Sorry, don't want to call you Mister. Doctor Cooper Smith. <laughs> yeah. How's the University of Vermont treating you?
2: Yeah, uh, I mean, decent.
0: Can't really complain. Yeah. You got a good relationship with your students?
2: Yeah, I'd say so. I haven't seen any uh, shitty reviews on Rate My Professor
0: yet. No, no. I uh, I imagine you would not have. Uh, it seems like you've endeared yourself to students of all kinds. Maybe not even ones that are you know going through your courses.
2: Yeah, it sounds about
4: right. Great. Albion's just kind of gonna. His gaze is gonna harden.
0: And he's just going to make meaningful eye contact at this point uh you get a a plastered on smile as he meets your your gaze and without breaking that eye contact uh he says and you've lived here quite a while in contrast to uh the rest of these folks haven't you miss uh sorry miss brown
3: i i was born in burlington i've lived here all my life She's actually found a piece of fur and she's fiddling with it with just like her nervously in her hands.
0: Hey, it's okay. Uh, you don't have to worry. We're not, no one's threatening anybody right now. I know that was a strangely specific denial, but, uh, no, nothing bad is going to happen here. We just have some questions.
3: About where we're located?
0: The uh. uh... No, this is this is mostly preliminary, okay? Uh, do you, I guess I should probably just turn my attention to uh, you, Miss Common.
1: Roe at this point is sitting cross-legged, arms crossed, defensively staring at everyone in the room.
0: Hey, he he uh, he kind of comes in, and uh, if you are okay with this, he gets rather close to you, and says very quietly. I don't care for your father either.
1: Okay, well, that's the only thing we have in common, then, because I don't deal with your type.
0: Yeah, I kind of thought this conversation might be like this. Hey, you know, uh, you know they found those two guys, right? The, guy, the uh, guy and the gal? Ones that were, uh, messing around Burlington a while and then suddenly disappeared?
1: Where'd they find them? Were they
0: alive? In Canada. Oh. Found them in Canada. They apparently had swim up from uh, Lake Ontario. They kind of got fished out of the water by Border Patrol, and uh, they didn't have, you know, proper documentation to be across the border. So they're currently being held and in, uh, in custody in Canada. Strangest thing. No way. They, uh, the point where they found him, they really shouldn't have been able to swim that far out.
1: Interesting. So I mean, I
0: feel like you might know more about that than you're letting on, but that's not necessarily the point of our conversation right now.
1: Exactly. So why are we here? I have nothing to do with those people and what they were dealing with. Why do you need us here?
0: Oh, but you did know them, and they were here for you. And that's actually very much what we're talking about. We're talking about your father. We're talking about your father's business in Burlington.
1: He shouldn't still have business in Burlington. I'm the only person...
0: Oh, but he does, Miss Common. You know uh, one of the main sources of income for your father and his business dealings, yes?
1: hate to say that I do, but you know how it goes.
0: Well then, uh, why don't you answer for the room?
1: <sighs> so I don't know how yeah, much... you ain't
0: gotta say shit.
1: No, no, I know. I don't know how much you guys know about my, uh, family history, I guess. Uh, what I'm saying right now is that monster conducting business in this town? We're gonna have to stop it or get the hell out.
0: Sweetheart, he's been conducting business through this town for a long time. (laughs) Is he here? No. He doesn't, he he doesn't do any of the day-to-day shit. What does this have to do with what?
1: any of the shit we saw out on the water?
0: Ah, that's the funny thing. It seems like you may have just majorly disrupted a lot of what goes on what with your father, and uh more than you know this other goon already kind of messed it up, yeah, so your father runs drugs through uh Champlain, okay, and that uh yeah, that little uh pilings area down there underneath the old electric plant yeah uh that's where they mostly come in through he's kind of bribed off at least one person in the coast Guard so that they can get them through one way or another either through the station or through the uh through the sort of secret access to the pilings under the building that it's not far from
2: wait did her dad basically take a page out of el chapo's playbook
0: hey you know if it works it works fair Mr. Common is smart, okay? He's going to do the economic and efficient thing. And moving things uh, across state lines, even across country lines, well, people have been doing that using the Champlain for years. It's connected by canal system out to uh, all the Great Lakes. I've got
2: another weird question.
0: I'm sure you do.
2: Yeah. Uh, why is their last name the Japanese word for mask? Uh.
0: Huh. Repeat that one.
2: Why is their last name the Japanese word for mask?
0: No, Darius, I need you to say that word one more time. It keeps cutting it off. Sorry.
2: Why is their last name the Japanese word for mask?
0: Oh, okay.
1: That's a really good observation that I didn't think would be picked up on. That and there is another meaning to that name as well. Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. Hmm. You know, it's a real good question. It seems like there could be an answer to that question. He looks directly at you, <laughs> if you're willing.
1: Wait, he's looking at me? Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, I can't say I know what you mean. My family name has very little to do with me now.
0: You know what? It's fine. It's not important. All right. <clears throat> Morbid curiosity. What is important? That's uh, fair. It's fair. You uh you got a lot of morbid curiosity from what I understand, D- uh, Dr. Cooper Smith. Yep. Nope. Now, uh, yeah, so this uh, drug trade coming through Burlington and down into whatever parts or into and out of, you know, import, export, doesn't both. But uh, that seems to have been disrupted in a particular way in the last few months. And we've been trying to investigate that because, well, we've personally, uh, Agent Wilson and I, been trying to work your father's case for years. And then suddenly you turn up in Burlington in a pretty convenient timetable with his whole operation getting flip-flopped. So you tell me why I might be thinking that you know something about that.
1: I'm only here to get away from all of that and him. I don't know anything about what's going on here.
0: I kind of find that hard to believe.
1: Well, guess we don't trust each other then.
0: Well, guess that uh, I don't trust you simply because I know that your father's been doing business with that specific operation running through this city for a good number of years, before the point where you fled. And the fact that you don't know anything about it and then went straight to it, and then now it's all... Topsy-turvy. Fill in the blanks for me. I can't have
1: my own reasons for being here. I like to ski, maybe.
0: Hmm. Yep. That, uh... Yeah. You are just like your father. If
4: I'm not into you are sounding an awful lot of unhelpful right now. And you said you thought maybe we could help each other. And right now all I'm hearing is you giving a row a whole mess of shit. So, I don't know what's going on with her dad's operation. And frankly, I don't fucking care. Right now, I'm focused on the actual problem that we're dealing with. I'm focused I on would, the money out there that I am trying to hunt down. And if this conversation is not helping with that, then I would uh, politely ask uh, if we might take Uh,
0: Mr. Graves, can I, can I ask you to... Uh... Roll back the tapes there just for a second.
4: Oh, so you're saying, oh, we're going to help you with your investigation, and you suddenly have no goddamn idea? I'm starting to think that we are here under pretenses that we're maybe a little bit exaggerated.
0: Oh, uh, you said, uh, you said Wendigo, didn't you?
4: Yeah, uh, I'm (sighs) not quite sure what the plural of that is, though. I think it might be Wendigeese. It
0: is absolutely not geese I'm sticking
4: with Wendegeese. Anyway, yeah, there's that we got a serious Wendegeese problem.
0: You've uh have you interacted with these uh you're saying that there's when to go problems in town, and you have have you interacted with these uh creatures in any way? I'm sorry, I don't know nothing about that. I feel like you maybe should want to know something about that uh, real fast. I'm sorry, officer. I have no idea who
4: you're talking about. If we're going to be unhelpful with each other, we'll just play that.
0: They have the smell of you, Albion. All right, let's be helpful. We are in a remote location. Oh, boy. All right.
4: Uh, I'm going to change my tone real quick. I apologize for that. Uh, Yeah, no, we did, in fact, interact with them.
0: I need you to describe that particular encounter in ten seconds or less.
4: All right. Um, went out to the uh, to where we fought the hags. Tick tock, tick tock. Went out to where we fought the hags. We were investigating. They came chasing one of the hags. We had to outrun them. In your car.
0: In my car. The car that you drove here. The car that I drove here. I kneecapped a couple. He kneecapped a couple. Oh, great. So they're angry at you. That's even better. So, when they descend on us in this location, and he is cut off by the sound of an unearthly howling that you can hear through the walls, even into this clearly soundproofed basement. Damn it. I'm- they're going to be pissed.
2: Damn it. I'm never going to get to cook.
4: I'm glad that's your concern.
0: Alright, uh... We gotta get to my car. Yeah, you do need to get to your car, don't you? Uh, there is... a very loud crashing sound from upstairs. hey everybody it's michael your game master no longer sick boy but this week injured boy i've got a bum shoulder shouldn't affect the way my voice sounds though i think that's how those muscles work uh i did the head shoulders knees and toes song and it gave me no more answers please someone help me i just want to say thank you so much to everybody for listening uh this is this episode is one of the more fun ones that we've ever recorded, and uh, if you enjoyed the first half, you ain't seen nothing yet. The end of this episode, it goes places, and I, I genuinely cannot wait for you to hear it, and maybe even yell about it on social media if you want to uh, follow us there. It's Twitter and Facebook at GMM Cast. We rely solely on word of mouth. We don't pay for advertising. So if you want to tweet about us, we have the hashtag GMMcast. And we would love for you to spread the word about the show that you enjoy listening to. And especially after the end of this episode. Oh, boy. uh, You are not ready for this.
2: (laughs) Uh,
0: We also have a Discord where you can well have some discourse about the show and hang out with cool people that listen and also us the cast uh that all that information is in the episode description i wanted to say thank you to my friend william blake for some assistance with editing this week and speaking of that end of the episode a huge thanks to my buddy joe nelson aka naked n-a-e-k-i-d yes he is that kind of a clever guy for some soundtrack assistance i think you'll hear it if you want to go check him out uh you can find him on instagram at n-a-e-k-i-d dot e-x-e naked dot e-x-e and also if you really feel like it you can follow him on soundcloud at big snack with two c's uh very nsfw but hilarious uh, thank you so much to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting our show. Uh, there's other wonderful programs such as Simultaneous Catch, which, which I mean, football's not on right now, but it's a great football show, home viewing, steampunks. It's just, ah, oh, it's all so good. And if you want to support us and the network, you can make me say things on the air by buying a pocket note. So go to pocketpodcastnetwork.com slash pocket notes to make me Do words or songs. I will sing. I will sing. I swear. No one can stop me. I've gone mad with power.
1: Hi, I'm Daniel, game master of the actual play podcast, No Dice. Join Magic Assholes, Ixen. There's a score between me and Doors, and so far, Doors are zero. Perry. They definitely have a lot of daggers happening. They're they're hiding in various spaces. Sayersha. I always love getting stories from adventurers. I I really wish I could just have, you know, one of my own. And a whole host of guest players. You can find No Dice on the first Friday of every month on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or PocketPodcastNetwork.com.
4: All right. You guys have a red tape dispenser, right? So I can just open fire on them right now and they ain't going to blow back on me.
0: I expect you to open fire on these things.
4: All right, cool. All right, gang, let's get running.
0: All right. Uh as you are running uh up through uh, back the way that you came, uh you find your way into that servant passageway and you see something Pretty startling. Uh, you see a wendigo, and you see uh somebody who is very handsome, and they are both basically at each other's necks right now. Uh, one of them is just tattered and disgusting, and just coarse, stringy hair uh, all around in just haphazard patches. Uh. Which And it has just a variety of nasty uh, scrapes oozing uh, various fluids. This is the Wendigo that currently has its teeth sunk into this white-court vampire's arm. Uh, And you can see uh, blood is just flowing from various gashes on this dude also. So you're way back out the way you came is... What's that? I'm drawing on it. Okay, because the way that you came is... The the game, excuse me. The way that you came is currently blocked by this uh, very nasty tango. I'm aiming
4: right at its head, and I'm gonna shoot it off. The guy.
0: Okay. And when you say the guy, do you mean the vampire? Yeah. Not the wendigo.
4: I'm shooting the vampire off the. I'm shooting the wendigo off the vampire.
0: Okay. (laughs) That's the thing that I wanted you to clarify. Cool. So we're gonna go into. Uh, we're gonna let you do this action first, and then we're gonna go into initiative order. Three pluses, with my guns of four, that is a s- attack of seven. Okay.
4: Um... And I'm... U- it's not powered up, but I am using, gu- um, Gunganir.
0: Okay. Uh, cool. So... I guess the question is, are you going to take the time to aim or no, you just you went for a roll hoping that your aim would be good enough. And you know what? It was. So it did actually hit it. Uh, you you hit this thing in the head and it looks like a significant chunk of this thing's head has been blown straight off. It's not stopped moving yet. It is extremely large. Uh, and you can tell that there is a deep ancestral power to this thing, but uh, it was enough of it was enough of a blow that it seems to have stunned it in a way that the White Court that is fighting it has a chance to get a little bit of revenge, and he just sinks his own teeth into the Wendigo's neck meat and just rips out its uh, its throat. Initiative. All right. Uh, alertness is three. Okay, I need a new. Okay. Three is Albion. Who's on initiative two? I am. That's right. You've got that upgraded. Uh, Ro, what's your alertness? Gwen! Sorry, Ro's alertness is also yeah, it's two.
1: also two. I'm on push to talk, so I couldn't do both things at once.
0: Okay. And is Sylvester's alertness still a one? Yeah. Okay, amazing. Excuse me. Okay. Uh cool. All right. And Uh okay. Got it. Okay. <clears throat> so at uh at top of initiative. Let's start. Let's start this fresh. So uh so this guy uh, so in front of you 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 did just blast a big hole in the head of this wendigo and the white court you can tell he's a white court despite uh excuse me let me try that again uh you can clearly tell that this dude is a white court at this point because he's preternaturally handsome and fighting like an actual beast so he has just ripped the throat out of this wendigo and its its movements are just jerky and spastic as though it's probably dead or dying uh and he looks at you with just nasty fluid all over his face and uh he starts asking you uh if you are all safe and need escort when another wendigo flies down the hallway grabs him by the back of his neck and throws him into the kitchen uh you hear a large amount of crashing and metal uh, hitting metal and dropping on the floor as the Wendigo dives into the room after its quarry. Uh, this way in front of you is now open. What do you do, Albion? I
4: am around in the corner into the kitchen. I am standing in the doorway and I am just unloading on this thing.
0: Okie dokie. Um, make me a weapons roll then. All right. That is a plus two. That is six guns. Okay. Ooh, that's a bad roll. I'm gonna justify it with he's rather distracted with his meal. Um, okay. So you definitely hit, uh, and it looks like Yep. You beat it by three. So, ow. Uh, that's gonna deal with a lot of damage. Um you get some really solid shots into this thing from Gugnir, into its center mass. Uh and it ignores you completely. It like you you know that you hurt this thing pretty bad, but it is not stopping. It is just face like going for this dude. Then I'm yelling, hey. Okay. Uh Desdemona, what do you do?
3: Um, I'll also come around the corner and, um, I'd like to cast aggresso, my attack.
0: Ooh, okay.
4: I'm sorry, that yell came out real loud on my read.
0: (laughs) That'll be great. Uh, it's all good. So that's a, uh, that's a four shift attack. So you need to make your discipline and hit a four. That is a two. Ooh. So you can either tag an aspect or you can take two physical damage or you can let two of that power out into the scene wildly.
3: Um, could I tag, hey, I can actually do
0: this? Okay. Uh, yep. You can do that. You just have to spend a fate point. How many of those do you have right now?
3: Um, if I spend this one, I'll have one left. I started the game with three.
0: Okay. I'm going to warn you right now. You are in a situation of extreme violence and using those fate points is a risky move unless you absolutely need to. So I'm going to give you that mortal danger warning right now at what is effectively the top of this fight scene and just give that to you straight
3: okay, so i i take uh I take the two physical damage if I don't spend this speed point
0: uh it's either you take the two physical stress to maintain the control and hit it with the full proper power, or you let two of those shifts of power disperse into the environment, and that can do all kinds of things um you know, I'll, so
3: take it's, the, it's a, I'll take the I'll take the two a, physical
0: stress. Okay, that's called Backlash. The other one is called Fallout. So you're going to take the two stress Backlash to maintain control of Aggresso, yes? Yeah. Okay. Alright. So, you do so and I'm going to roll Defense against it. Ah, cool! I love rolling bad. Yay. Ah, Good. Okay, I rolled less bad. So, you hit it and you are going to deal it damage with uh, five shifts because it's a weapon four on top of the attack four and you only beat it by one so it takes five shifts of spirit damage from your spell which you must also mark uh, one stress on your mental track for casting it. Okay. Uh, Cool. It It feels something interacting with where its soul ought to be and it howls and it turns away from the thing that it was ready to eat and looks right at you. Its eyes are filled not with hate, but a need to eat. Do you have a supplementary action or is it Rose turn?
3: What would count as supplementary?
0: Basically trying to do... Uh, anything else right now. <clears throat> can so I run out? <laughs> you can attempt to run, yes.
3: Yeah, I'll do that.
0: So you will be doing this at a minus one, so if you want to uh, get into the front area, you'll have to actually make an athletics roll to get across this zone. Your target is only going to be one.
3: Okay. Um... That's a zero, because I have no athletics.
0: Okay. So you can't quite get to the next zone, but you are moving down that hallway some. Um, you you can make me an alertness roll for being down there a little bit. Okay. This one's for free.
3: <laughs> it's a six.
0: <laughs> wow! You really know how to pick them. <laughs> Okay, so your amazing success on this alertness roll paints a pretty grim picture. Uh, You can hear and see around you and make out from the cacophony a fair idea of what's going on. Uh, Wendigos have descended upon this particular location and you can hear... Uh, a mix of howls and gunshots and just all kinds of violence. You can hear some from the upstairs. Uh, You know that there's one injured Wendigo in the kitchen, uh, grappling, formerly grappling with a very injured white court. Um, And you can see in the lobby that there is at least one more Wendigo and at least one more white court vampire uh, that are having it out. So, Ro, it is your turn.
1: Alright, first thing I need to know is did the white court drop a weapon of any kind while he was being grappled by the wendigo?
0: That is going to be an alertness roll.
1: Alright, one second.
0: And your target is three.
1: (laughs) That's a zero.
0: Wow! -3 Oh wait, -1. Yeah, -1 alertness. Uh you uh in the in the scrap there was a single there was a single light source uh in this hallway and uh it looks like the Wendigo bashed against it and took it out. So it's a little dark so you can't immediately tell if there is a weapon dropped there.
4: If I may offer, you would probably know enough to know that Albion likely has a gun on him. Uh, more than one.
1: Yeah, that was my next thing. So I'm going to...
4: Yeah,
0: wavelength!
1: <laughs> I'm gonna yell over at Albion to toss me a gun, catch it, and cast a veil on myself.
0: Okay. Uh, well, Albion's gonna have to try to throw that to you on his own turn. You're gonna snatch it out of my pocket, honestly. Uh, off my holster.
1: Yeah,
4: okay.
0: Okay, I'm gonna go with... I'm gonna go with that's a maneuver to do, and I'm gonna call that a burglary with a target of 3. Okay. Sticky hands.
1: Yeah, that's so that's a
0: one. You need physical dice. I do. Okay. So you can either fumble or uh, around in his pocket and not get it or you can throw me a fate point.
1: I'm going to go with a fate point cuz I need a weapon.
0: All right, what are you tagging?
1: I'm going to go for I'm all in, baby, because I'm running, grabbing the gun, and I'm just going to keep going. Like, I am I just need to protect myself or someone else, so I'm doing this.
0: I am genuinely surprised that you did not pick half-manic, half-pixie thief girl for the stealing and pickpocketing move, but I'm going to take your explanation of your aspect choice and say good. All right, so you have a gun. Uh, If you're going to try to do a veil, it's going to be a supplementary action, and you're going to be at a minus one to do it, so that's up to you if you want to do a bad one this turn, or if you want to wait.
1: I'm going to wait, then.
0: Okay. I'm only giving you this extra advice because this is a genuine life-threatening situation. Sylvester, it is your turn. Oh, boy. Yeah. So,
2: where am I in relation to this? The hallway or the kitchen?
0: Um, you're not in the kitchen currently, uh, so this scene is set up in zones. Right. Uh, the kitchen is its own zone. The hallway outside of it that goes to both the kitchen door, the basement access door, as well as the foyer is its own zone that you, most of you, actually all of you are currently occupying. And then the, uh, there's of course the foyer out there. So the four player characters are all in that hallway in various parts. Okay.
2: So I am going to go into the kitchen and grab something, probably something hard and blunt and metallic, and I'm going to try to bash this thing in the fucking head.
0: Okay. That's my man. That's my man uh, right there. I'm going to say meat tenderizer.
2: Yes, that's good. We can do that. (laughs)
0: So, okay. Excellent. Um,
2: and you can right, roll with sips
0: for that, since you're a street fighter. Yeah. Yep. So you can cross one zone uh, without difficulty, but it will make the attack a supplementary action unless you do a sprint. Okay. So doing a sprint means that you have to make an athletics roll and try to beat a one okay uh actually i'm gonna make it a two just because this particular kitchen it has been uh messed up a bit and there are objects in the way and you may not want to step on that knife okay
2: i have a six uh four a three and a three
0: okay so oh that is a plus one yep all right yeah we should get you some fate dice that's uh yeah, i just rolled but uh, yep yeah yeah. So you got a plus one on your athletics of two, so that's three, which means you can in fact sprint through those zones. Yay. And the obstacle around them. All right, make your uh make your fists roll. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see a five of four, a
2: three, and a one.
0: Okay, so that's a uh, neutral. Okay. So the fists is gonna be three. Son of a bitch. Oh, boy. It rolled two minus. <laughs> so you actually are going to hit it. Uh, the best part is you're going to... You beat it by one shift, and I'm going to say that uh, this particular improvised weapon, uh, it's hard. It, we're going to call it a weapon, too. Yay. Yeah. It's not like you picked up a ball-peen hammer. You picked up a... a Big ass meat tenderizer.
3: Woo.
0: All right, so that's gonna do three shifts of stress to this thing, and because you have, I know that soccer kicks isn't you kicking right now, but you do have a feature that when you use fists to strike an unarmored opponent, uh, opponent, you get weapon against it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you've actually dealt that damage because you've you've managed to add weapon to bypass its sort of natural skin armor uh of just not taking damage hard so the way like, I, so... I picture
4: this looking is him kicking it in the gut and then just smacking it across the face with the hammer boink i
0: was good i was gonna justify the soccer kicks feature by saying you got powerful legs and you use them to uh put your force of body behind this strike there you go <laughs> So you basically are Superman punching a Wendigo with a meat tenderizer, a sentence that I don't think anyone has ever said before. Pow. Ha ha. Okay. Not be so, surprised. Uh, amazing. It's not too pleased with what you have done uh, at all, except it now looks at you with... It's not a smile because it doesn't seem capable of smiling, but a demented look that you could call akin to a smile. Uh, and you hear the word, oh, it goes to eat you. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Oh, no. I'm going to need you to make me an athletics roll to dodge because it is snapping its maw. Hey. Yeah, I got like plus 1. <laughs> okay. So that is Defense 3 is not three. that bad. That's true. Defense 3 is not that bad. Um actually, I think you can use fists as a defense uh, in this case because it is technically using fists against you. Okay.
4: So in that so case that makes that's it... a 4.
0: Yeah, that's actually, good. A 5 even. All right. Uh, you're gonna take no, less damage four. from this that's a then. Four. Okay. And tough stuff doesn't work with Wendigos because claws and teeth, right? Unfortunately, in this case, he is going for chompers and his are sharp. Yeah, that counts as a blade, I guess. Yeah, it won't give you your natural armor one against this. That's so what I figured. So Yeah. So uh it also rolled a plus one. So it is going to sink its teeth into you Shit. and you are going to take four physical damage uh, four physical stress Fuck. uh so you only have three physical stress right so what you need to do is one of the following you need to uh spend a fate point to justify your better defense you need to take a consequence to negate damage or you need to be taken out of the scene uh spend a fate point all right and what fate point are you going to or what aspect are you tagging uh
2: three-legged horse
0: i would say aim
4: low go high and cross counter it like you're like you're deadly
2: okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay like, i don't know what i'm doing uh, aim, aim low go high all right yeah sure uh, cool. So you're going to whip the meat tenderizer up in its face to try to keep it from biting you. Mm. And yeah, you know, given that you're boosting your defense in this way, uh, it does mean that you're not going to get savagely bitten because your fist defense is going to beat its attack. Neat. So actually, it's going to tie. So congrats. You did not get your arm bit real bad. Sweet. All right, uh, yeah. So that was its turn, uh, and now it's the white court behind it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. alvin's gonna I just need- yell them clear out. I need to make a couple rolls. Oh, ooh. All right, uh. So it just tried to pull out some sort of small, like blade and try to stab into the Wendigo. Apparently the Wendigo kind of saw this move coming and turned around and just snatched his, his hand uh, and stopped him from stabbing him. And because he beat him so bad on the defense roll, Uh, he's gonna keep a grip on that hand, and the white court that is down and now being sort of grabbed by this badly injured wendigo is like, no, you clear out! Albion, your turn. I'm shoving my gun in this thing's mouth and firing. Okay, well, to get there, you're gonna need to, uh, cross a zone that has a lot of obstacles in it, so you're going to need to make an athletics roll to sprint just like our good friend Sylvester did.
4: Cool. Uh, my athletics roll is a... Let me
0: scroll back up to me. Um, My athletics roll is a four. Okay, so you have successfully crossed the zones, and you are now in this thing's face. So, make that weapons roll. It's
4: going to be like... Hungry motherfucker. Put uh, the gun in his mouth. Fire. Three pluses. That is a attack of seven.
0: Whoo. Okay. Fantastic. All right. So uh, good. It it rolled bad. <clears throat> so yeah. You uh, you shoot it in the face. It doesn't have a face anymore. So, congrats. The Wendigo is Faceless with Alex Rudinger on drums. This joke didn't land for anyone. All right. Uh Desdemona, it's your turn.
3: Okay.
4: Um
0: is it still moving? Uh it's moving, but it doesn't you don't think it's going to be able to eat anything or really do much. He did. It's it's pretty hosed. So it got taken so, out. Uh, yes. Dez?
3: Um, let's see, so, um, can I see any, uh, Wendigo's in the lobby where we're trying to leave from, or any in the way?
0: Uh, between you and the door that, mm-hmm. uh, gets out to Albion's car, you don't have any directly in your way. However, you can see more than one in the lobby now. They're clearly about to overwhelm whomever, uh, they're approaching.
3: Uh, could I cast, um, my block spell, Malhelpy?
0: Okay. Uh, are you trying to do a block on yourself?
3: Um, can I, like, see if I can get a way to block them from coming closer? Okay. Or, like, you know, like, keep the, the, keep the way open and clear so that we can get to the door?
0: yeah I portion. think putting putting a spirit block in place there actually makes a lot of sense so perfect that'll give them a that'll give them an obstacle to have to clear to get to you yeah so roll me discipline okay be good be good be good
3: uh four
0: hey that's just enough all right so take a one stress mental hit
3: okay and because I already had the one that goes to the two.
0: Okay, Okay. and every round that you keep that up, you're going to have to keep maintaining it. Okay. All right, is that your action for the round? Yes. Row.
1: All right, I'm going to cast a veil on myself.
0: Okay, so I assume at this point you're reflexively just trying to do that hide trick that you know.
1: Yes, I feel like I want to keep getting better at this, so, Ro's been practicing how to do it every chance she gets.
0: Okay, great. So, uh, how much power are you going to put into it?
1: Enough for just Ro not to be seen. So, I don't know how much that should be.
0: It's it's however much you want it to be, because that's just now the difficulty that they're going to have to clear to spot you.
1: Okay, so I'm, I'm picking a number, because I'm going to say, like, a two or a three.
0: Uh, two or three is pretty low, but it would make them have to roll against you. Uh, it, this is based off of your deceit, so you can set whatever number you want.
1: Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a four then, and just hope for the best with rolling.
0: Okay. Roll it. Roll it. Hey. That's
1: a five.
0: All right. You have successfully put a four-strength veil up in front of yourself, or over yourself.
1: Hell yeah. Um, And then... All right. From where I'm standing, can I see any Wendigo or immediate threats?
0: Not from where you're standing, but you could go to the end of the hall where Desdemona is, and you would be at the end of this zone, and you'd be able to see in there.
1: Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to so, run up behind Des and kind of look past her into that area.
0: Yeah, it is a a mess. All of this uh, ornate stuff is getting knocked about by Wendigos that have clearly crashed in through the windows uh, and are charging toward uh, what you assume to be either an FBI agent, a white court vampire, or both. All right, Sylvester. Yep. What do you do? Um
2: guess i could check on that white court that was kind of getting his ass kicked and try to patch him up if it's possible i don't know probably not but i might as well at least try
0: sure uh make me a scholarship medicine roll then all right i'm gonna give you a target of three
2: okay i got a six a six a five and a two
0: damn that's plus two so your scholarship roll is four Uh, Your base is four. Your roll was plus two, so that's six. So that's three over what you needed. Cool. Uh, Great. So you get good information off of uh, looking at this guy. Um, So the funny thing is uh, you get good information that this should be mortal wounds, what you're looking at. Uh, Like this dude has been mortally wounded but you know that he's not a mortal so you the way that he is still moving and reacting to the scene um you can you can tell that he may not be as mortally wounded as you would think he is because you succeeded so well like i'm i'm trying to justify the fact that you know that he will currently survive what looks to be uh like what should do him okay (laughs) yes so yeah you you think he's currently going to live, but you uh, that's all you got. You don't know why you have that feeling, because by all appearances, he should not.
2: All right. Uh.
0: Yeah, I don't know what to do.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> if we killed the one thing, then there are others in the hallway, or... Well, you'd have
0: to go out into the hallway to find out. True.
2: There is that. And was everyone else... Because I know Albion's in that hallway. They're in that hallway. Okay. So I guess I'll go back into the hallway <laughs> with the meat tenderizer. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, make me an athletics roll to get out there on this turn, because you still have uh, obstacles in your way. So it's a two.
2: Six, five, four, two.
0: Yep, you get okay. it. <clears> okay. <throat> yes. Uh, The hallway actually has fewer people than you expect, because you can't see Roe. Uh, but make me an alertness roll to see row or not. Okay. Because that is the situation.
2: Uh, five, five, two, and a one.
0: Ooh, so your alertness is not a native four, so you, with a, with a zero on that roll, you cannot see her. Yep. At all. So, where'd she go? <laughs> you don't know, but now it's the top of initiative. Uh the it's the wendigo's turn and des and ro uh in a very unpleasant sight greets you as both of these wendigos just pounce on this person as they're just unloading gunshots at them it's a seemingly basically no effect um and they just pounce on this person and start going to town uh Screams are starting to die out and be replaced with howls of just hunger and need. And it is Albion. Alrighty, I'm gonna see if I can make it to the end of that hallway.
4: And when I see them attacking this guy, is he still alive?
0: Uh, you're gonna have to cross two different zones with at least one impediment, so I need an athletics roll for you to get that far.
4: Uh, my athletics is a four for that.
0: Okay, so you can get clear out into the foyer. Um yeah, you can't even see the person that they're on top of at this point. Alright, well But you do know that they are currently rather distracted with this task. Alright. I'm gonna hand
4: des my keys. Actually I'm just gonna be like, Ro take the keys, and I'm gonna I, I'm pretty sure rose has gone invisible, so I just toss my keys and expect Ro to catch them. <laughs> that's
1: expecting a lot from roe
0: <laughs> yeah okay uh dez as this is happening i'm gonna resolve this key catch on rose turn because it's still the same initiative it's technically the same initiative as you um what are you doing in the meantime i
4: i wasn't finished
0: that's well i mean you did have to do a sprint action to get out there i was and gonna start shooting. kind of you kind of took a second action uh, to try to hand off your, your stuff. Oh, so well,
4: I'm not going to do
0: that then. I'm, I'm going to say that that's honestly the better choice here dramatically. So I think we should stick to that. Okay. Des, what's up?
3: Um, I'm going to... Um, I'm, I'm happy to take another mental stress to keep the Malhelpy up.
0: Oh, yes, Albion, you can see that there is just a wall of unpleasant spiritual faces that are facing away from you, uh, between you and the Wendigos and their apparent victim. You're pretty sure that's Des is doing.
3: Should I, um, I, I th- can I also head to the head to start heading for the door as well while holding
0: it? Yeah, I think you can maintain that there.
3: I'll start heading for the door.
0: Okay. Outside of the door is, you can see that there are still some Wendigos that have not made it to the building and are racing toward it. Ro. yes. please roll me in Athletics. I'm going to go with Target 1.
1: Yeah, that's a 2.
0: Okay. You actually catch the keys. They do not clatter to the floor. <laughs> that was the only punishment for that, but hey... It probably would have drawn some attention, so... Uh, cool. You now have the keys. What are you gonna do? Um, real
4: quick, Albion was gonna just say, we have to draw them away. If, if they start eating these Watt cords, they're just gonna get to the point where we can't stop them.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Huh. I had an idea of what I thought I was going to do, but if I have the keys, it's not a great idea, so maybe I'm going to go around to the edge of the walls and head towards the entrance to leave.
0: Okay. Uh, Cool. So you, I believe, because of your supernatural speed, your inhuman speed, you can actually cross a zone without needing to be, without needing to, like, be hindered on yourself so sweet yeah you can make it out the door and probably to the car if you spend your entire action just sort of getting there
1: i was just gonna open the door and like wait it with the door open to see what happens
0: des kind of already opened the door oh yeah uh
1: is des outside or at the door at the door okay um i'm gonna run to the car and turn it on can I get there?
0: Okay. All right. So the car has started. Okay, cool. All right. Uh we now go to the top uh, No, it's Sylvester's turn. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh you did just hear Albion's car start. It's not exactly a quiet car. Okay. It's not a super loud car either, but it's not like one of those electric cars. Right.
2: So I guess I should head towards that.
0: That seems like that might be the best move. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Give me a sprint because you are crossing a couple different zones. Okay. I believe it's just a two for athletics. It's a six, four,
2: three, and another three.
0: Okay, so that's a plus one. Uh, you definitely cleared that. So, hey, you've made it to the vehicle. Are you doing anything on your way there or just hopping in? I'm just going to hop in. Okay, cool. Uh, it is Wendigo time, unfortunately. Uh, they are going to make a quick roll. Oh, uh, cool. So the uh they definitely have taken notice of you albion since you are not talking quietly and people are running past Yep. so uh they are going to start leaping toward you yep there's still a wall in their way right there is a there is a block in their way yep. so each of them is going to have to try to get through that holy shit <laughs> Uh, well, that one does,
4: Uh -uh.
0: and that one is stopped by it, so, uh, one very much bloodied from having jumped through glass and from having been munching on somebody, uh, Wendigo does jump, just makes it through your spiritual block. And is uh, he has to spend his time wading through that sort of wall of of uh, ghastly force, but he is now atop you, Albion. Yeah. Please react in
4: some way. Well, he when is he like literally on me, or is he just charging at me?
0: Uh, when I say atop you, I do not mean physically touching you. All right, cool. But he's he's in your space. He's in your face. All right.
4: Um, I'm going to put a bullet in his head and then I'm going to start sprinting toward, and I'm going to
0: get to the, then I'm going to get in my car. All right. Your, uh, your, your, uh, guns roll is going to pretty well determine where that bullet goes. So give it a shot. That is two pluses. That is six attack. Okay. I roll neutral. So you do hit it. You do deal it some damage. Uh, you can't quite swing it up in time to hit him in the face. Uh, you just your instincts tell you to pull the trigger a little sooner, so you get him in the gut, and it does not look like a pleasant time. But it's still up. Is Agent
4: Pyburn Anything... still near me?
0: Uh, Agent Pyburn, you have not seen since he kind of like you all sort of ran out.
4: All right, cool. Well, there's a lot of white courts here that I don't want them to eat, so I'm just going to run
0: to my car. Okay. Roe, get oh. ready to drive! Desdemona, it is now your turn.
3: Um, I will... GTFO. <laughs> Actually,
0: I do, I do need Albion to make a, an athletics to sprint, because this is your second action here, All so right. uh, your target's going to be two.
4: Three plus is one minus, my athletics is a four.
0: Okay, yeah, you've definitely got to your car. Uh, Desk, GTFO.
4: I, I'ma
0: head out. I, alright, make that athletics roll. (sighs) I'm gonna say that there is an obstacle in this zone, because it's Wendigo-shaped.
3: That's a negative two. Uh,
0: what's your athletics?
3: I don't have an athletics.
0: Shit. Uh, great. So... You're not going anywhere unless you've got some fate points for me.
3: I have an idea.
0: (laughs) What is (laughs) that idea? Sometimes
3: Jack helps me know that's bad.
0: Oh, Oh, so you would like to voluntarily deepen your debt. Oh, this pleases me so. It does not please me.
3: I thought it might. (laughs) I'll spend that fate point.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. You're not spending a fate point for that.
3: Oh, I'm getting one. Sweet.
0: Oh, this is this is your trouble that I'm dealing with now. <laughs> oh, this is going to save you right now, but it's going to be so much worse for you later. I love it. Okay. <laughs> Do it for the story. It's absolutely being done for the story, babe. So, uh, you unconsciously reach out in your mind space to the entity only known to you as Mr. Jack to help you um and I don't think that the Wendigo was expecting the ironic reversal that it's about to receive something physically manifests in front of you and eats the Wendigo hole.
1: <gasps> Holy shit! Holy
0: fuck. This is the work of an enemy's hand. Enemy. Before, before you have a chance to even properly see what is happening, you just understand limbs. There are limbs. There are so many limbs, and two of them that do not go in the right places have grabbed you, picked you up, and hammer-tossed you. <laughs> <laughs> did she just get yeeted <laughs> yes yes she did this bitch owed and... me yeet <laughs> so uh I'm gonna do a quick roll ow uh you are going to take four no make that five physical stress from being thrown with such force to land at the feet of the car
3: um I'm um, that 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 takes me out.
0: <laughs> well, you can take consequences to not be taken out.
3: Um I I can take consequences. Um I obviously have passed out at the foot
0: of the car. <laughs> uh you don't have to have. No. No, taking consequences means that you aren't taken out of a scene. Oh.
3: Okay. Because um, I had my two was crossed out, so I had my one and my three available, but that's yep. all the, that I have, so how many consequences would I have to take?
0: Well, if you were to take a mild consequence, you would knock that down to a three stress hit. If you took a moderate consequence, it would knock it down to a one stress hit. If you took a severe, it would negate all of the damage, but you'd have a severe okay. consequence.
3: Um, how about a, uh, mild consequence, and I can cross off that three.
0: Okay, what is the mild consequence you would like to take?
3: Um, knocked
0: unconscious? That is not a mild consequence.
3: No? I don't know what mild consequences are. Winded. They <laughs> are... <laughs> uh,
0: huh? mild consequences clear once a scene is completely done, if you have the justification to clear them.
2: Concussion? Um...
0: Uh, that's, that's worse than a mild. I'm gonna say that Migraine. you got... Migraine! Uh, I'm just gonna say banged up. Banged up.
3: I'm a banged this up. This is a
0: temporary aspect that is on you, and can be tagged against you for an extra plus two later, if the, if it should arise.
3: Yep, I got yeeted, and now I'm banged up.
0: Basically, in midair, you spin, and when you land, you are sort of rolling on your side. So... Obviously, you are abrazed by this action, but you are still, you still have your senses about you. And I'm going to say that uh, in doing so, you can basically take supplementary action stuff to just get in the car and (laughs) Ro can drive. Hell yeah. All right.
3: I'm in the car. I'm
4: going to tell Ro to lay on the horn and I'm just going to start. Okay. I'm just going to poke my head out the moonroof and poke my upper body out the moonroof.
0: Okay. Uh, yes, Ro, you just start blasting on the horn as you're driving away, and you can tell that it's definitely caught the attention of the Wendigos, and I, I'm i gonna just say that you get the hell out of Dodge, with Wendigos following behind you, at least for some distance, and you can tell that you have at least drawn a lot of them, if not all, you can't totally know for sure, away Thank <laughs> you. the one i want how is that not the correct this is thing going very well i know this is a bad recording that i'm doing
1: i hope everyone's enjoying Big our oof. podcast
3: please stand yeah. by do, do, yeah, yeah.
4: Now, like this is michael do, i this is love the senior hang where they're do, gonna do, do thing, but before we get to that do, i'd like to tell you about audible.com it's a service fuck me
0: uh yeah, so I'm I'm gonna skip right to the part where I tell you what you're defending against. So champ is a uh,
2: wizard, but you know what else is a wizard? Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Looks like our party's in an uncomfortable spot. You know what's comfortable? Me undies.
1: <laughs> We're in a real fishy situation. Speaking of fish, have you guys Holy. tried Blue Apron?
2: Boy, we're in a hairy predicament You know what's not hairy? Dollar Shave Club
4: (laughs) (laughs) Looks like a pro's not careful She'll be sleeping with the fishes And if
0: you want a good night's sleep Try Casper Mattresses (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man Uh, Oh, there it is That's the power I wanted Okay, cool Uh, Now that we've actually got our our gag reel for the end Hooray (laughs)